They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Admit I was a clown to be messing around, but that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Come back. Bye 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 you weren't particularly enthusiastic about that, partly because you are in a youth hostel, but partly because I imagine you're slightly tired. Me? No, I'm not tired. I'm a little bit tired. I'm very tired. You had two Krispy Kreme donuts for breakfast. In bed with Lorna Spain, two Krispy Kreme donuts. Two, two each, or were you sharing two? I had, we had two each, and then we shared one in Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> Do you feel like you're getting a lot closer to Lorna in a way that perhaps you didn't expect? I do, except she's quite antisocial. What? What? How long has it taken to work, work that one out? Like she's pretty, she's pretty selfish and antisocial, Lorna. She just goes and does her own thing. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm not going to sit with. Di- they want to have dinner with you or breakfast with anybody. Dom's come to see her, and he took her away for two nights. Um, her mum's been, know. her mother-in-law's been to see her, and t- they took her out for lunch. She just keeps vanishing off to like nice lunches and nice dinners, and like leaving us to eat scraps in youth hostels. Oh, that's good. So, so yeah. So we are we're joined today by um by the lovely Joe. So Joe, um, hello. We um it's quite good actually to have an independent, impartial source on here to to verify what Ali is saying because we know about Ali. She's so inauthentic and she likes to you know <laughs> she likes to um uh, create this social media um you know beautification of of. Uh, of everything and so it's really i think it's really useful to have someone to kind of give a real sort of you know this is this is what's really happening on uh, on the on the challenge so uh, so how how are you exactly. finding it Joe, so far are you are you are you at breaking point pretty much yeah <laughs> and that and that's not even the running to i was gonna say is it breaking point because of the running or because of the people <laughs> It's, yeah, it's obviously the people. Ali's been lying to you. It's been a terrible, terrible experience. They're all mean. They've bullied They're me from mean. day one. <laughs> oh, hang on. The donuts just fell over. Sorry. Go on now. I want to hear. I want to hear Joe's version of events. <laughs> no, it's been it's been amazing. I'll be I'll be honest for a little bit. Um, it's it's been. Fantastic from day one. Everyone is amazing, so supportive. Um, yeah, it's, it's really hard, really, because I want to slag them off. I want to tell everyone how horrible they are. I know it's this doesn't create for much drama or tension. This is like if this was if we were writing a, a kind of a soap series. This this would be terrible. This would be terrible in every way. It's also it all seems so so positive. There's got to be there's got to be some kind of drama to that, that's it unfolded. Does, it- it does feel like you know. Do you remember nine 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 with Michael Burke when they used to yes. lay out at the like? It was just a nice family picnic, and then suddenly, and someone ends up with a spike in their neck or discus in their ear. <laughs> it feels like that. It feels like oh, something's going to go really badly wrong at some point. But you're uh, you're, you're you're in Scotland now, which isn't Scotland like 
just about halfway or something, just to kind of give people an idea of, or oh, it's, it's getting closer to the end rather than halfway, but it's still, it, Scotland's actually not, not that far. It's quite a big it, chunk. It, okay, still. so it, it feels like it was like a proper moment when we got in Scotland. It really was like a, oh my God, we've run Scotland, but it's 40% of the mileage is in Scotland. <laughs> yeah, and also a lot of the elevation is in Scotland. Um, but the thing is, we I think we all thought we were going to cross the border and run into this green and pleasant land, and we didn't. We ran down the A74M all day yesterday. So oh, yesterday, yeah, we were offered a we were offered an ultimatum by I'll call it an ultimatum by Jimmy C, who's our project manager, and he said you can either go and run a trail route, which is 39 miles, or you can run on the A74M all day for 32 miles so me and joe took the trail i took the trail option and i positively encouraged joe to come with me how did that go for you joe how did those extra miles go it was fantastic i put my headphones in after 10 miles of listening to you and just <laughs> God, take us through take us through that mileage i i are we oh is the reading between the lines was was the 39 mile was it longer than 39 miles on the trail or were those 39 no, miles was, it, a tougher 39 miles than originally expected it was 39 miles on the trail 32 32 miles on the road and it was worth it for personally i found it worth it because it was but the thing is once you got to 21 miles you're back on the same road as everyone else so you'd had all this trail and then suddenly you're thrown onto the motorway and you're just like are you actually fucking joking it was horrible um, so I enjoyed it, and I did enjoy it, but I was a bit of a whinger, and poor Joe was the only person there for me to whinge at. So, yeah. Was what was she whinging about, Joe? Well, because she put, she's on a trail. She's been doing running every single day, which she loves. So, admittedly, she's around people that that she no longer thinks are trying to avoid her. Because if you were, you'd be doing a terrible job running with her. So, what could she possibly be whinging about at this point? Like, do you know what? It was it was such a nightmare. She got everything she wanted that day. She got lovely trail, bogs, everything you could possibly want, and it just wasn't enough <laughs> at all. <laughs> I love the idea you put your headphones in at 10 miles. <laughs> we both did. Oh, <laughs> did you? Oh, okay. Who well, broke the subject first? Go, oh, did you know what? This conversation is really good. But I tell you what I prefer, not to have this conversation. Actually, you're going to hate this because the conversation we were having was, oh, my God, this is such an amazing adventure. Isn't everyone so nice? We're having such a great time. Man, you know, can't believe we're in Scotland. There hasn't been any, like, there really hasn't been any dra drama, apart from the fact that we have given Joe a nickname that he doesn't really like. And he has accused me on a number of occasions of bullying because I keep calling him Oh, fat see, this is it. That... <laughs> <laughs> This is it, isn't it? There's always there's the person who's going, oh, we're having a wonderful time. And then everyone else going, there's, there's a lot of uh, kind of low-level bullying going on. And it's the bully who's saying, oh, it's, this is wonderful. It's all bants. It's all fun. It's all great. I'm so glad you agree with me because it is bants, isn't it, Jodie? Like, the fact that we call him Fat Joe, like, it's just a joke, isn't it? Why are you, why are you, called, why are you called Fat Joe? Are you, like, really skinny? I, I don't know how it happened. I think someone else told a story about their friend's mum calling them fat or something. And I think I think it was Lorna who just decided it was me, and it's just. <laughs> I, I, is there is there is there, a, is there a hierarchy? Has a hierarchy emerged? As in, like, who beats down on who? That's quite an interesting question. I'd like to hear Joe. I'd like to hear Joe's opinion I, of what this I, is. I next. think. Yeah, I think there's a group decision. They all just beat down on me. <laughs> oh no! Because he's fat. He deserves it. They'll set me on the table, have some ice cream for breakfast. I'll eat the ice cream and then I'll, ah, yes, because you're fat. 
<laughs> it feels like we're having an HR exit interview here to make sure that you make sure make sure that you don't take any further action and end up in a tribunal. We've started, we've started just giving him things that are disgusting. Like have this have this cold bit of chicken with some ice cream and a tomato and some lard on it. And okay, eat it. Think, and we're like that's because you're fat. I think I think we need to give a bit a bit more context here. Okay, Joe, what I just it'd be really good to find out kind of like your background coming into this and everything and your hopes and expectations. We know about Ali's background. She's the you know ninth. 10th third greatest runner of all time according to the, to the to the guardian so she's better than all of us but what 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 were your what were your kind of like credentials previous experience coming into this it'd be good to kind of set the scene a little bit so so we kind of understand okay um well i'm not sure i have the credentials coming into this if i'm honest um i sort of pre-covid i'd never even ran um, like marathon distance so i was training for the first marathon then yeah. Then COVID happened, cancelled everything, um, went and ran a, a very pleasant marathon on my own in the streets during lockdown. Yeah. Um, and then just running just became the only thing I did outside of the home. Work Because obviously working from home, weren't going out for anything else. Miley just kept going up and up. Um, and then this opportunity, I'll call it an opportunity, came along. And it, I think lockdown probably was messing with my head at the time. It just that seemed like a really cool thing to do. Ali made it seem very achievable and, and fun, which it's proving to be. Yep. Um, and so I'd signed up initially, what, to summer of 2020, um, which then got postponed till obviously this year. And, and then I've spent basically the last two years building mileage, trying to get some bit more experience than a few ultras. Um, and just, yeah, just ran a lot over the last, Really six months. I had a lot of injuries last year as well, which didn't help. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's really my sort of background to this, really. And the, uh, so, what? I mean, this is a bit of a weird one. What do you do as a job? Just very curious as to how a- everyone's managed to get so much time off. Do you work for yourself? Do you, you know, do you have family, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? So, no, I work um, at the University of Bristol. Okay. Um, I work in the research development team, so I kind of mentor early career researchers in applying for and finding funding for their research. So all um, research has stopped while you've gone on this little jolly. Basically, what, yes. you're not researching. Research. What, what, you know what this you're researching. Research. What, what is what is being put back six weeks by your your selfish well, desire to go for a run? Uh, yeah. So I work with with the health faculty. So basically, anything to do with health, COVID research, all that, it's all stopped. It's on pause for five weeks until I come. <laughs> Obesity back. research, Joe. Obesity research. No, I'm I'm continuing that as we as we go. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> But it was, yeah, I mean, obviously it's two years ago, so I was able to, to sort of talk to my manager and yeah. organise it all and, and put things in place and, and bugger off for five weeks. Okay, and then to get into get into like this point now, so obviously I've spoken to Ali right at the start after a couple of weeks. Yeah, how did you how did you find the first first few weeks? Was it because that, that was the the kind of the elevation everything and those those first you know week or so is, is insane so how did you how did you find that how did your body adapt how did you kind of mentally find it i the, the first week the first three days were, were fantastic i mean we couldn't have had a better start it was glorious sunshine fantastic coastlines you know we're all running together all happy at that point so it went that really lasted well. three days. That lasted then the three days. Started. <laughs> yeah, then then everyone settled down. True colours started coming out. <laughs> Once you're into it, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, once it's too late, once we once we're on the road, that was that was it. Um, and yeah, and and um, that been our first week. I think we ended with like a 38 mile day. After three days, we all kind of realised that this wasn't going to be the walk in the park we might have thought it was at that point. Um, then decided to to try and keep pace with Lorna for a while on one of the days, which was probably my first mistake. Um, and then got injured a little bit. Oh, okay. Which, so I've, I've had this same inflamed ankle injury that seems to be affecting most of the, the oh, group. Oh, the epidemic, the inflamed ankle. the one, the witch it, gave the one you were talking about. The witch yeah. has given it, right, the, okay. The witch, the witch has passed it on to all of us, I think, and which resulted in me walking pretty much from Bridgewater to Bristol on the seventh day, so the end of that really long first week. Yeah. Which was a pleasant experience. I had everyone running off in the distance and then me just walking along. But, yeah, it's basically just been the most exhausting, hardest, challenging thing I think I've ever done. Really? I can imagine. Like... <laughs> to be honest, though, Joe, like, has, uh, and I'm not blowing smoke up his fat ass, but um, he... Um... Is this? Like, it, wait a minute. Is this? Is this your your coping mechanism for being nice to people? It's just that you have we have to give him an abusive name first in order to. He's got a nickname, Jody, and he's his fat Joe, and that's it. It's not as bad as Martin's, which is racist Martin for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> racist Mark it's and just... Lorna's, which is Mrs. Robinson. We can go into that later. Um, but um, Joe's like, I'm I'm fascinated by Joe because he's come from not like lots of multi-day ultra background or not any big ultra background literally like he just said he didn't hadn't run a marathon before lockdown and now he's smashing out 35 miles a day on some of the hardest trails and roads in the uk and the injury his foot blew up fatter than his whole body which is amazing um like an elephant man foot but then like he looked after i don't know like you can explain it joe like how it went away it went away and now every day he's like getting stronger and some days he does keep up with lorna and i'm like what is going on with him He's like a machine. What is your What's your secret to the the, the fat ankle situation? Well, it's, it seems to be run a minimum of thirty miles a day on it until it stops hurting, and also wear the same pair of socks for six days in a row. <laughs> lucky socks. Lucky socks are always the answer. It's the only pair of compression socks I have, so the physio suggested that I try them. Well, the physio suggested I try not running first, but that wasn't an option. Yeah. So I've been. I wore. I only had the one pair of socks. I wore them literally for six days, and the and the ankle got better and better during the week. So they're obviously doing something. I'm very popular in the in the shared rooms on an evening as I walk <laughs> around the place. But yeah, it's just really weird. I mean, I, I, obviously the the medics have had a look and kind of prodded me and not been able to extract any pain. So it's been a very strange injury. Yeah. And yeah, it just seems to ease the more I run on it for some reason. Very odd. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's that's exactly what exactly what you want in this situation, isn't it? It's just going to last. I mean, if you can't walk again after after this finishes, it doesn't matter. You've completed this now. Yeah, no uh, one cares. So and then good. what about what about what about food? How has that been, Joe? Like, um, you know, how have you been? Um, I know that you're going to make some joke now about being fat, uh, Ali. But how, like, what is the what what has been your have you had a go-to food? Have you, has your eating habits changed? Have you all of a sudden found something that you think, I don't know why I really need this or I crave this, but this is something that uh, that I, I can't live without now? Well, bizarrely, I just seem to be able to eat anything and everything there is, and I've been attempting to do so, which isn't helping with the jokes, <laughs> to be honest. But, 
But if, you know, we've gone, you know, share of desserts for one. We could order these massive desserts, Jody, that are like for four people in pubs that are like £12 each and eating the whole thing on our own. <laughs> but it's ridiculous because you can't eat enough food. Mm. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, in, in all honesty, I think I probably have lost at least a stone up to this point. Really? And, yeah. and I'm literally, you know, I'm, I'm not struggling. I'm having a fried breakfast in the morning. I'm eating everything I can at checkpoints. I'm having three course dinners in the evening. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to, to whole foods rather than gels and things. And yeah, it just, the amount of running is crazy and it's just, everything is just burning off. And how is, uh, I mean, we've had some like exceptionally hot weather. Like how, how has that been? How has it been coping? Like, especially like the, like since I spoke to you, Ali, I think we had one day that was thunder, lightning, rain, um, or a couple of days like that. And, but the rest of it has been absolutely scorching. Has it, has it been the same for, for you on the, on the route that you've been following? It's been, it's been pretty warm. I think most days, um, that my, my sunburnt ears probably suggest that it's been very hot. I do keep forgetting to put the suntan cream on. I've been slapped in the head with it quite a lot. I just mm-hmm. imagine that Lorna, I would picture Lorna doing the, you know, putting the sun cream on, like like when you get, like the, when you send the, the kids to school, you've got to put the sun cream on, and everyone going, oh, oh, I don't really want to do it, I don't want to do it. And then someone like Lorna going, you will bloody do it, otherwise you're going to end up in hospital with severe burns or something <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> did she not do that? I'd have thought that was a no, Lorna job. Lorna only cares about herself, so she's only doing herself. She doesn't. She's a Lord loves everyone. But I've been tasked with doing his ears, uh, Joe's ears, by his missus. She, and uh, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it when I'm slapping him around the head with facts of history. But everyone's actually, Lorna has been doing my, my, the, my back and stuff. Everyone's been really good at checkpoints and reminding each other and stuff. But we haven't had blazing sun, sunny oh, days. Know. We've had muggy days. And like yesterday, when we, did, we were the trail dogs, we had the midges following us, which was, oh. I could work out it was Joe's socks or what it was but they were all around our heads and it was horrible and one got in my eye and it was so that's something but it's just been really really muggy and also despite having experience of running in all weathers none of us know how to get dressed in the morning so like you'll end up you know 10 minutes down a path and taking off all your clothes because it's too hot yeah um but um you know we haven't had those blazing blazing but days it's almost worse isn't it with this, if there's a little bit of humidity and stuff i mean like are people and any is anyone suffering from like really horrific blisters or or anything like that was, but has everyone kind of been okay? There's been the daily taping up of blisters, mainly in the first two weeks. I mean, yeah. I think at one point I had four or five toes being taped daily just to keep the blisters under control. Yeah. But but that seems to have, for me anyway, seems to have sorted itself out. So the, what in the, the sense feet. that you've just left the tape on and hoping for the best? Yeah. <laughs> pretty, much. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. They've like melted into gnarled hooves, and all our feet are like cloven yeah. hooves. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of what's that word? Um, you know, we've all forgotten how to speak as well. Um, where you get used to something, um, oh, yeah. conditioning. Like yeah. I think there's a lot of conditioning going on, and we've got some people in the group who have got injuries that have meant they've had to take time off. Like Ross, he ended up in A and E last week. With a suspected fracture, um, and then they were like, "It's not a fracture, but it is bad." And he's basically physioed himself over the last week, walking a little bit more every day. And then yesterday did like most of the route yesterday, walking it. And then next week he's gonna he's in physio now, seeing what the man says. But um, but people that have been coming and going with their injuries, like I feel like those injuries aren't gonna heal as quickly as people that have kind of 
kept going, but we're taking physio advice. So if the physio says don't or the doctor says don't, people don't because they obviously don't want to end up not being able to walk. But with Joe's, honestly, I looked at Joe's ankle and was like, he's going to be out for a few days because that is gargantuan. It's bigger than his fat head. But it just went down. It just... It's just stopped. He's got and like, some secret. You've got some secret drugs on you, haven't you? Like, what are you, where, where did you get it? What did you get? Why aren't you sharing it? I think that's the, well, that's I, the question. At one point, I was begging the medics for more drugs. But I've only, I've been on paracetamol and a bit of codeine. But other, I, I, I had, yeah, a bit of ibuprofen cream on the leg, which I'm still doing just because I'm superstitious and I won't change. And rubbing a strawberry on the leg. Don't forget to rub a strawberry. strawberry. I mean, superstition, it must play. Have, has there been any more, any, any other superstition um, uh, rearing its head at, at this point? It's a very, it's a very powerful tool, um, you know, worries I picked, about. I picked up oh, a uh, ram's head that I found in the field, a dead ram's head, and I put it in the van, and I believe I've awoken a demon. So that day that you had thunder and lightning, I think that's what that was. But I think the demon's on the, the side of Joe's side. The God High Priestess persona, you're really stepping into it. Yeah, you? I'm going to make it into a hat, and I'm going to wear it on dragon's back on my head. Um, but also, one day I had a sore hamstring, so I rubbed the strawberry on the hamstring, and then I ate the strawberry, and it seemed to work. So I've been doing that, rubbing strawberries on people and then eating them. Um, and uh, I found a rock with a little flower on it, so I rubbed that on someone's leg yesterday, and it got better. And that's all the superstitions. <laughs> so, Joe, how annoying is is Ali at this point to everyone else? Uh... <laughs> Completely. We're all so happy that she runs off into the distance and we all walk slowly and let her make some, <laughs> make some miles up first. It's like, it was the worry. I mean, do you still, do you still have the worry, Ali, that people are trying to uh, avoid you? Or, or um, has that, has that passed? A hundred percent. But now I've got the skull of Barramundi. They dare not be horrible <laughs> to me because I will put a curse on them. Um, no, I, I still have that actually. But um, um, I don't really know what to say about that because it makes me sound like I'm insane. But maybe it's true. I don't know. I still have that, that issue. Is is everyone still teetotal? Pretty much. And who is officially the most annoying person on the route so far? Who's who? Oh, actually, you, I imagine the different people take over as being annoying. But who, at the current time, is being particularly annoying? You're thinking of someone because you're smiling while you're saying it. No, I'm trying to think because the only person I can think that was annoying isn't here anymore. Um... It's difficult, though, because we we do spend quite a lot of time actually running on our own mm. during the day. So it's not that annoying because everyone's disappeared. You know, it, Lorna disappears into the distance and you don't see her all day. People are annoying for different reasons. Lorna's annoying because she is doing seven and a half minute miles every day and finishing, having a shower or a bath, a massage, phoning Dom, going back to Dartmoor, coming back before we've even got to the end. <laughs> and then... Uh, Ross is annoying because he's so cheerful and happy all the time and he wears fun shorts and he's amazing and Amanda is annoying because she's coping with her injury super super well and then when she does come out and run she's as quick as Lorna that's annoying Joe is annoying because he's fat um, Martin's annoying because he again is just very very nice and always smiley the, the annoying thing is nobody is actually a dick so there's nothing to really pick on you know how sometimes at this point you're like oh, actually I really don't like that thing about that person Honest to God, there isn't any of that. I wouldn't, obviously, I probably wouldn't say it because they're all listening to this podcast. But they all know that it's true. They all know it's true. I've never been in a group situation for this long where there hasn't been a little bit of 
tension yeah, between no, two people. That, that is really unusual. That is really mm. unusual. But then I I do think it, it, a lot of it is based on the fact that you said that everyone everyone's like a do badder and everyone is always is, was on the same page before doing it. Normally with a lot of the, with these type of things, you've got lots of people coming from different backgrounds, some of who you don't even know, with lots of different like motivations, and you've had kind of a couple of years to. To kind of yeah, get used the, to it the other well. thing we've noted is how like a cult it actually is. Because we are told what to do every day by James, and we do it, and no one's ever late. And if people you know, eat your breakfast, pack your bag, put your bag in the car, this, do that, get up at this time, go to bed at this time. And we're all like, there's unwritten rules we all just live by. It's a bit weird. Like, like me and Joe were talking about it yesterday, and it is kind of odd how quickly we've become ingratiated in cult life. That's good, can, though, isn't it? We can't it? function in real life. <laughs> but what, so what was running on your own something that you were prepared for, Joe? Like, uh, for, you know, this amount of running on your own? Or, or did you think it was going to be different? And how, how have you kind of mentally coped with it? Or, you know, was it difficult? Or, have, or does it suit you down to the ground? I, I do a lot of running on my own generally, so it's not something that bothers me. In that respect, I think I always thought this was going to be a team event. Like we were doing this as a group, not not as individuals, even though it was obviously very challenging yeah. individually. So I did. I think I probably expected maybe a little bit more running together, which we which we probably did more in the first week when we were yeah. all fresh, injury free, still liking each other, that sort of thing. But I think that there's been days when it's been really difficult, and you know you sometimes just have to have a word with yourself and just realise that. We've chosen to do this. We're not. No one's forcing mm-hmm. us to to get out of that van in the morning and run. So we're pretty privileged, actually, to be out here doing this. So it just reminds me. And there, there, of there, that. Are, there are days. Yes, when yes, it's you really lucky, hard. lucky bastards. You. Yeah. Yes. But there are, there I are think, days. I think about that when I'm, sat, I'm sat working and thinking about you, lucky sods, just running and the length of the country. What is the? Um, uh, we talked about environmental factors before. Um, what uh, trouble? Trouble on on route? Have you had any any massive dickheads? Any areas that you would recommend never visiting? Any areas that you think, oh my goodness, this is beautiful. I've never I never knew this part of Wales was nice, or I never knew that this part of Warrington was gorgeous. Last week, we went through, in one day, Warrington, Runcorn, Wigan, Preston, <laughs> the big four. The big four white van man hotspots. Do you get a lot of chips? Chip nans? Mate, chip nans? Uh, well, I told you about this last time when we had people hollowing out of vans and all that, and that was pretty hardcore. And then the last few days have been really a lot of road running on big, horrible roads, so that's been... But now we're in Glasgow, and tonight at 5.15, we're going to the cinema, so anything could happen. Um... But no, we haven't really, haven't really had any dickheads, have we, Joe, apart from each other? Not, not major. I had a farmer try and convince me that the, the, the route was not a route, it was a cow path, because that's a thing, apparently. Cow but path? But other than that, yeah. The cows always walk in a line and create their own path through a field. But other than that, no. The cow it's not path. Been... Everyone's been very lovely and supportive and surprised when we tell them what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I love the idea of uh, going to A&E and then they said, so what exactly have you, have you done to cause this? And then, you know, the look on their face must just be brilliant. Unless, of course, this is a point at which loads of people who do the jog um, end up and they're just going, oh, not another one, not another the jogger. Do you know what we're all really interested in at the moment? This bloke who's doing the jog, Mitch, what is, what's his name? Mitch, 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 Mitch Holm. 
Yeah. He's doing the jog and trying to break the record, but he's not on Strava and he's not being tracked. He's just doing it all on video camera. So we'd quite like the do baddest to do an investigation into this because we're kind of watching it like he's never run a marathon or something. He's like really green. And uh, we're all like, all right, mate. Because the thing is, now we look at, we're horrible to other runners. We look out the van window at someone going for a run. We're like, going for a run, are you, mate? We're horrible. <laughs> you've become a, you've become a proper running club, it seems. Yeah. You've become an actual running club or possibly a cycling club, judging other people. Unbelievable. Yeah, there's a little bit of judgment there. But what yeah, is the... we're, um, we're, the, we're the arseholes, basically, and everybody else is nice. <laughs> my my oh, favourite is when someone says they're tired. And you, you know, you just never, you've never been tired until you, you don't know what tired means. <laughs> exactly. What is the so what's what have we got coming up then for the so how many how many days have you got left? What does the, what does that look like both in terms of um, amount of trail elevation route? Well, we have two weeks left, but we haven't actually seen the the, the route yet. It's being Didn't hidden from us for a secret. Reason. Um, but we've got, so we leave, we've got today off, then we leave tomorrow, we, we've got to go backwards and run to Glasgow, and then we've got about two or three days road running, and then we get into Scotlandia, and then we're running all the way along the side of Loch Ness, up towards Inverness, and then we go up from there. So n- this coming weekend, we're doing the West Highland Way, we've got three days to do the West Highland Way, on a weekend, in June. Um, and, um, so yeah, it should go on to trail. But the thing is now we're in Scotland, it's, it's, it does, it's really, time is weird when you're doing this because in the morning, so when you're running, you'll just, you'll say, oh, me and Joe talked about this yesterday, but actually it was in the morning. It seems the days are really, seem really long, but also time goes really quick, super quick. Yeah. So we're like, oh, we've only got two weeks left. That's not very long. And we're all panicking about what happens at the end when we have to leave the cults bubble. But really two weeks is long. Because the days are long. It's just the weirdest time-space continuum on Earth. It's like yeah. it's just completely bizarre. But yeah, we've got um, a lot of elevation coming up for the, the West Highland Way. Amanda just told me it's fifteen thousand feet or something, but it's over ninety-five miles, so it's it's insidious. Um, we've got lots of adventures still to come. But I, I I don't know how you feel, Joe. But do you feel like you're kind of home and dry? And it's all going to be okay. And you're going to make it. Nothing bad's going to happen. It, it did when we when we crossed into Scotland, and obviously it was a big moment. You know, we were messing about taking photos and videos and things. It did feel like we 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 we're done almost. You know, it's like the kind of victory lap now into the finish, which is an interesting way to look at 400 odd miles still to run. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? It's it's funny, because it seems like, just from what you've been saying, and actually, I think this is a feeling that most people get when they they do big adventures, um, even if it's a multi-day of a few days or or something like this, but there's kind of an optimism at the start that then kind of, you know, which is almost like a blend of a little bit of ignorance as well, like we're we're happily ignorant as to how ridiculous it's going to be, and then there's a kind of a a slow kind of realisation that this is hard, and then after a couple of weeks it kind of goes, yeah, we can do this, we absolutely can do this, and then you get to that point, you know, where it's really clear you're going to finish it. And I think even people when they do, like, MDS and stuff like that, I think, you know, it's always like the day before the long day or something that they think, oh, this is, I don't know if I can do this or mm. the end of the second day. Yeah, there's always a point at which people think, oh, I'm not sure I can do this. But then you overcome that barrier and, and but the all rest it of it takes, is simple. All it takes is the roll of an ankle or stupid stuff like kicking your bunk in the hostel or dropping a bag on your foot 
like yesterday I had an absolutely horrific day with my stomach. I don't know what happened, but when I got on that road, I, it went all arc of attrition and I just felt, I cried. I felt completely low on energy. I was retching into a drain on the motorway. And I was like, I can't, if I was in any other situation, I'll pull out of this. I just don't, I can't do it. Then I woke up this morning and I felt absolutely fine. And today, literally feel like I could go for a jog. I'm not going to, because that's a knobby thing to do and I need to, to not do it. But you, that home and dry thing, I'm like, you have you just have to do every single day as it comes because anything can happen like anything like your little flare-ups can happen again and or a, t- a tiny little insignificant thing can blow up really quickly so and we don't know what's coming i think that's one of the things that makes the days kind of go quite quick is that you you know you don't really know what's coming you, you've got the route but you've not been there before so it's like all exciting and you're like oh what will i see today we had a deer jump out in front of us yesterday me and joe literally jump out on the road in front of us and then sprint off and we've seen rabbits and buzzards and all sorts of stuff and so that makes it really like quite exciting but i think the, the home and dry thing is a real dangerous thing to get into because it's it's not home and dry we've got a really fucking long way to go have there been any like serious kit malfunctions? Is there was the what's the the kit situation be? Has everything kind of held up, or has anyone gone like, oh, my kit fell, my backpack fell apart, or anything else like that? Flasks, just flasks. Flasks. Yeah. I've punctured two flasks so far. Oh really? Which, which was yeah, I'm not sure how. And then I just I was running with like basically electrolytes all all of my shirt, trying to sort of soak them in rather than ingest them. As a new method, lots of experimentation going on on the yeah. uh, en route as well. Yeah, it's, instead of drinking electrolytes, rub the powder into your <laughs> breast and it'll just go straight in. Um, but we, to be fair, UD are delivering us new flasks today. Um, I've been trying to wear the same pair of shoes for the whole event. I've got 650 miles in and I've had to stitch them because they ripped on a rock. And then the, I looked at the bottoms of them and they're park claws. So the road has just completely smashed them to bits. So I'm going to have to start my second pair of shoes. But really, no, everyone's kit's held together pretty well. I think we're doing all right. And so did you say that someone someone has, has left? Oh, we're talking about crew. We're not talking about... Oh, crew. Others. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. like the crew. OK. We've had the best crew this week as well, uh, Jules and Jax, who are just... We would come in... Uh, oh, so come in. Does it swap every week or yeah. every couple of weeks? Oh, it swaps OK. every week because people, they just get exhausted with us, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they've been, they memorise what everybody has at their pit stops and you'd get in, I have a, a mountain fuel shake with a little shot of espresso in it and they're just standing there with it like you're Mo Farah and they're like, sit down, have your shake. Like they were just so lovely and so we're a little bit sad they've gone and then we've got a new crew coming this week. But yeah, crew swaps every, every week because they get as knackered as we do. Um, or they say they do, pussies, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so horrible, but, um, yeah, there hasn't really been any malfunctions with kit. Everybody's, everyone's kind of, I think everyone's using Ultimate Direction bags. There's been a lot of shoe swap outs and yeah. that sort of thing. But so let me, so so let me get this right. Okay, so you've done the route. You're, the route is great and wonderful. All the relationships are pretty good. Injuries people have had, but are overcoming them. Um, you haven't had any issues with environmental factors. The weather's not played a, a massive part. Everyone is now very confident that they're going to finish. I hope in the last couple of weeks you're going to do something that's going to actually turn this into some kind of interesting drama. Because at the moment, it's all fucking like rainbows and lights at the moment and unicorns and fluffy. 
I, I, it'd be good if you get to like Johnny Groats and it's not there anymore or something like that. Or, or we yeah. were thinking we get or, there or and that's when Putin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's when the, the, the moment, the moment the, uh, the missile hits. Um, um, we could talk to someone like, because we've had people like Ross, Rachel and Amanda have been really injured and they've been on and off for the last two weeks. So it might be interesting to talk, talk to them about their experience, but they haven't put their no misery on any of us. No one injured people, though. They, they, yeah, they haven't put their misery on us. Yeah. They're, they're very, very up still. And oh, they're well, very like, look, this journey is just a little bit different for us. There isn't any misery. And I've had my own personal misery, and I don't know if Joe's had his own personal misery. Lorna will put her headphones on and shoot off. And she's like... And she said to me last night when we were, our pillow talk, when we were laying in bed, she's like, I cried yesterday because I hated it. But I don't see that. Like, I'm very emotional and I'm very... Oh, oh. Did you know? I'm very open about my emotions. But I will just say to people, I feel like shit. I feel awful. This is rubbish. But it's happened twice or maybe twice or three times. Yesterday was a bad day. Jay, like, how have you how have you felt about it? Like, has there been times where you've been like, fuck this, I don't want to do it anymore? Or, like... Yeah, there's been plenty of, times like, plenty of times like that. It's mostly, like you say, when you're out... It gets in your head. I mean, I've been looking at people as we've been running going, these are really good runners. What am I doing here? How can I, why am I here? And you start doubting yourself. You start thinking, this is hard. I'm tired. I've just had enough. And yeah, it, it, there's, there's been those moments and it's usually when you're on your own. But then something picks you up. I mean, I was on, on that day I walked to Bristol. You know, it was it was awful. And I come into an aid, the, the checkpoint and I'm you know, having the worst day in the world. Amanda laughed at me because I was basically throwing a, a strop and just, she just said I was the, it was the most hilarious thing she's seen, which didn't help much at the time, but it, it's that kind of... <laughs> it's just, He's in the fetal position much. crying. She's pointing and laughing and kicking. Pretty much. Get it up, fatty. Get up. <laughs> but it, it, that, that's sort of the thing that's dragging you on. It's, it's that group support in a way. It's not, it's not all lovey-dovey, oh, how are you, arm around the shoulders, although sometimes that happens as well, but it's, it is that kind of banter and, and sort of guessing you up and forgetting about the crap that's going on and, and pushes you on. It is really a group thing. And like yesterday, Martin got out of his... So I came in and I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And Martin got up and gave me a cuddle. And he's never, ever, like, done that before. He didn't even ask if I wanted a cuddle. He just gave me a cuddle. And I was like, thank you. I did really need that. And there's, there is a, there's a lot of people being able to read each other. I mean, we are a very special group of people in that we all get on really well. And we were picked to get to get on you know we made sure there was no one in here that would we thought would be an issue but it's been the next level like experience when it comes to bonding i just feel like we'll all be friends forever there won't be you know how you say that and then three people in the group never speak to each other again but i don't feel like that's how it'll be you're getting tattoos at the end have you decided have you we've literally that? talked about it we've literally talked about it what if you're saying you're all getting tattoos at the end? Yeah, <laughs> is that the, is that the kind of discussion? I just we have talked about this, it. <laughs> I want to go back to this idea of Lorna crying. Did you have you, have you seen her cry, or did she just say she cried? Because I I've, don't think it's possible. I've seen her cry. You've seen uh, her cry. I saw her cry in the Hebrides. It was a long. I thought, time. I, did you see her cry? I saw her cry on this day. It was it was the traumatic cow incident day. It was the the final checkpoint. She was she broke down basically. Asking for a cheese sandwich, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Bloody cheese sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, she does talk a lot of shit. Yesterday morning, for example, we camped last night, the night before last. I'm going to really take it easy today. I'm just going to walk it in. 
And I just looked at her and said, bollocks. And she did it in like four and a half oh, hours. Oh, she's, like, it's like she's playing her mind miles. games. She's playing her mind games, is she? Yeah, yeah, playing yeah. her mind games. I, but, um, I, I was running with her one day, keeping pace for her about four miles, I think I could manage. And at one point she put her headphones in. And, and afterwards I found out she said, all I could hear was you panting in my ear. So I put the headphones in to shut you up. <laughs> She's ruthless. She's absolutely ruthless. But Dom turned up the other day and I felt like he was giving her a pet. Dom turned up and I came in before her that day and I felt like I'd shown her up or, and, and Dom took her away to a secret hideout and then she came back the next day and absolutely smashed it. It's like he's like, focus, Lorna, focus. Focus, I don't right? ever want to see that again. That was absolutely disgusting. You have <laughs> sullied the Spain brand. Yeah, we are exactly. never. We are never getting the deals we're looking for with that. But, she is absolutely, and this is the great thing about Run Britannia, all of us have had a different training experience, completely different. Joe did a thousand miles before we'd even got here, like in that year, like I did with the slam. Lorna had been really consistent, like three miles a day consistently, but only three. And she, she's had injuries, but she has just motored on the whole way through. Um, so it's really, I just think it's brilliant that people can see that it's not like we've all followed the same training plan. Yeah. We're not all the same person. Um, we're all very different, but everybody's cracking on with it. And um, I think that's probably quite inspiring because it's not, you know, it's not like some sort of we've done this weird training camp. And, yeah, what and... it would be, what it would be interesting is when it's finished, like, is there would is there a kind of agree? Would there be a kind of a consensus on what will be the best way to both train, prepare and everything? Or will will it? Would it be clear that actually that there is no there 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 will never be one way of of doing it? Because I imagine you're going to be the one that's called upon to uh, to to dish out this advice to future. I think pretenders. we I think we'll all be called upon to do it to be honest, and I I think I'll make sure that everyone is called upon because I believe in my heart of hearts that consistency is the key and being really really consistent and getting your body used to trails and roads and being consistent in your strength and conditioning. And not having to run 20 miles a day, but being consistent in your 50 mile weeks and and maintaining yourself. That's how. And, I, and, and Lorna's shown that because she's been consistent, and Joe's shown that because he's been consistent. Um, and it's just really what you're used to. But also, you know, you've got Rachel, who's menopausal, completely different to me, like nine years older than me. She's going through a completely different type period in her life. You've got Amanda, who's much younger, but has come from a track background. So she runs on the front of her feet, never puts her heels down. She's used to it going fast. So and when she gets injured, she gets, she's got injuries from when she was a track runner. Um, you know, then you've got Martin, who's a very, very fast walker. I've never seen anyone walk that fast. He can, and he can just go all day. He won't be the fastest, but he'll get it done. And then Ross's injury is something that can literally happen to anybody. And Ross has got a good pedigree. You know, he's done the Alcatrician. He's done a lot of 100 milers. So it's all just really interesting mashing it all together and looking at how different people are. But I think the most important thing is none of us have just come from park runs. Like, we've all done a few long things. And so that's the next thing to test. The next people that do run Britannia, the only preparation they could have done is like 10 park runs or something. Yeah, so one... Yeah. The Wigan runner as a celebrity guest. He's consistent. Maybe he'll make it. I don't know. If you've got... Yeah. The thing is, he could do all this and he'd still only raise about 30 quid for his dodgeball team, uh, even with this Oh, my God. Of, this we, had this, we had this woman come up to us at a rest stop the other week. She's like, what are you doing? And so we told her. And she went, are you raising money for charity? And we went, no. And she went, why not? And I went, because we're on like a test pilot thing. She went, well, you're just wasting your time then. And walks off. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's right. She's kind of right, isn't she? You're like, oh. Joe, Joe is putting back research thousands and thousands of years by taking this little holiday. You are, are denying children, uh, other, you know, desperately in need groups by by not getting sponsorship. I guess yeah. this is incredibly selfish. This oh, I feel ashamed. Brombertan is Latin for selfish. It is. <laughs> a shame. Joe's a shame. Well, I tell you what, the um, the way that you're, you're still, it looks absolutely incredible again on social media. Um, I, I, I've yet to see a picture, a, fo- a photo of you retching into a drain. Hey, I was I, to I shat in someone's front garden in Carlisle the other week. So. <laughs> please, please, if there's a reel of that, I'd like to see that. I wouldn't there like isn't. That I was scared that'll, that'll, be the, that'll be the aim. That's the aim for week four. Yeah, Joe's going to be behind me the whole time with a camera waiting for me to go to someone's front garden. That's what we really want to see. That's what. Or an Aldi car park or a little car park. That's the that's that's the aim. Well, amazing. It sounds like it sounds just wonderful. It sounds like um, I'm sure there's loads of people who are going to sign up for this like right away. Once No, there's not. (laughs) We're going to put them off. No. Um, But yeah. Congratulations so far, and Thanks. massive good luck for the fine for the easy last couple of weeks. You know yes. the the, vic, the victory lap, as it's as it's known as the charity stage, mm. or or whatever we're going to call it now. Basically, we've all just turned into like these massive Marvel characters, and now we're it's going to be fine. I'll be very interested to see how we feel next weekend because I think we'll be very emotional and very like, oh my god, this is it, this is the last week. Um. It's just really, it's just a really interesting journey. But I'll tell you what it is. It's the adventure of a lifetime. It's when you do get to those real horrible lows, you're like, like Joe said, I'm so privileged to be able to do this with support in a, in a not, not run along those roads. One day on those roads is bad enough. Can you imagine running yeah. 75 miles a day for 12 days? No. And I would honestly recommend this, that anyone that's ever wanted to do this really have a good look at it because it's definitely achievable. I reckon a year's worth of training and consistency, you'd be, you'd be up for it. And it is the adventure of a lifetime and if you get the right people you'll just make friends for life it's just amazing i'm really sorry there's nothing that i can say that is really exciting like there's a misogynist in the group but there isn't (laughs) (laughs) well at least there's a racist that's good even if he's not really a racist yeah he hates that a racist racist fluffer (laughs) (laughs) amazing amazing well thank you very much for sparing time that's obviously cutting into your physio and or donut eating yeah, and um, yeah, let's catch up at the end. Okay, I love you. All right then. See Thank you later. You Good to meet Bye. you, Joe. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Baby, come back. Bye 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 bye. I must admit I was a clone to be messing around, but that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Come back. Yes, and give me one more try, cause I love like. Should I never ever die? Come back. Fuck you, buddy.